You are now listening to the Clear Perspective Podcast. What's up, everybody? I'm so excited that you're tuning in to the Clear Perspective Podcast. I am your host, Gil Finley, and I'm so excited that you decided to listen in uh, wherever you're listening from, whether you're here in the United States, shout out to you. If you're international listeners, shout out to you as well. I'm so honored and appreciative that you took the time to listen out uh, what I feel like God is saying to you. If you're listening to this Clear Perspective podcast, I believe here uh, with the Clear Perspective podcast that this is what we talk about, the one. Jesus said he leaves the 99 to go get the one. And I believe that if you're listening to this podcast, you are that one. So I want to say thank you to everybody who has been tuning in. Thanks for all the shares. Thanks for all the likes. Thanks for all of the encouraging words. Um, I'm so thankful and I'm encouraged that you're encouraged. And I'm so excited for, as always, uh, for what God is going to say today uh, in this episode. Uh, So I have some awesome, awesome things coming for the rest of the season. And today is going to be an awesome uh, podcast episode. Uh, As you can see, the title uh, we are going to have a good, good discussion, I believe, is relevant for today. Uh, but again, thank you so much for tuning in to the Clear Perspective podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. So wherever you are, whether you're in your car, whether you are in your uh, house, whether you are at the gym, whether you're walking, whether you're by yourself or a group of people, um, I want to say, hey, I love you. I appreciate you. And I'm excited for what God is doing in your life. But Anyways, let's go ahead and get started. Um, Let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for today. Lord, I thank you uh, for whenever this person who is listening or these people who are listening, Lord, whenever they listen to this, Lord, I thank you that this will be a moment of encouragement, Lord, that their hearts and their passions will be stirred, that they will have clarity of what is next, what you're calling them to. Lord, I thank you that every narrative, every story is meant for your glory. So Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you'll use this podcast to be able to be a stepping stone, a tool to use to progress and move forward in the future that you have for them and for us and for me. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so let's get to work. So as always, take a deep breath. All right, so if you're driving, if you're working out, uh, I'm... I'm excited because I feel like if you're working out, it's going to be a good type of deal where you get motivated, you know. <laughs> and if you're driving um, or if you're at work, and maybe this will hopefully this will give you some encouragement to continue to do the great things that you're already doing. But today, I have the special honor and privilege to be able to uh, be here with a dear friend and a big brother of mine who I've been inspired as a younger kid. Um, he's known me, I'm sure he knows probably, I don't know how long it's been. It's been uh, probably, it's been some years. <laughs> he's known me since I was a kid. And um, and I've watched him grow up as a young kid in college into adulthood. So it's like we're kind of like doing the reverse type of deal. So uh, it's been amazing just to see God do some amazing things in his life. And I feel like God wanted me to bring him on here because I believe that he has uh, incredible gifts and skills to be able to uh, ignite hearts of people 
in the areas of the things that we're going to talk about today. So I wanted to give an, a warm welcome to my brother and my friend, Elwin Rayner II. Thank you. Thank you. Two, two man, two man audience right. clapping. So, welcome to the Clip Perspective Podcast. Definitely. So honored to have you. It's an honor to be here. Uh, I'm I'm so excited for what we're going to talk about today. I believe it's going to be a good discussion. Every time we talk, uh, we always have great discussions, and we have a lot of history uh, from a lot of different things. From we can relate to a lot of different people and a lot of different things. But uh, with introduce yourself, like where are you from? Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> well, my background, um, just to keep it short, brief, and to the point, uh, originally born in California, in East Palo Alto, Bay Area, so shout out to everyone that is there. Uh, then I moved to Michigan and then grew up in Detroit, Michigan, so everybody... You know, from the glove. I really know, thought you Detroit. was from. I thought you were from Detroit this whole time. No, I wasn't born in Detroit. Okay. You know, but I pretty much attended you know school in Detroit, and okay. then um, from there, you know, went to Kentucky and attended Kentucky State University, where I achieved a bachelor's degree as well as a master's degree, and then started my career within uh, computer science, where mm-hmm. I started in networking, and then from networking went into uh, mostly uh, supervisor and managerial work, and then shifted over into cybersecurity. And now I currently, you know, work for a Fortune 500, you know, as a cybersecurity manager and overseeing, you know, making sure data is secure across the U.S. and global. So that's what I do for my regular nine to five. But yeah, I was gonna say, what else do you do? Because you do so much stuff. So yes. what, what else do you do? Other than that, I'm pretty much, uh, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. Where I am. now everybody says entrepreneur, but what is your definition of entrepreneur? What are you? How do you define? Because I, what I know about you is that you are not the cookie cutter. You always are different from what labels or what would be typical. And that's something I've always admired about you. You don't subscribe to a specific what would be the per se or the common thing. So what would, what is an entrepreneur you, how do you define yourself as an entrepreneur? I define myself as a business where I am the business Mm -hmm. where and pretty much to put it straight to the point, Edwin Rainer II is a brand, mm-hmm. is a business mm-hmm. where I have a legal LLC that literally wherever I walk, wherever I go, I am conducting business. Mm. Where uh, to coin your uh, the title of the podcast, Hustle and Flow, uh, there is an uh, artist uh, that said, I'm a business man, I'm a business where me being a man, I am a business. Mm-hmm. So wherever I walk, wherever I speak, I am advocating for myself as a businessman. And I am a walking business. So when I do my taxes, <laughs> I claim myself as a business. That's good. And I'm able to get a, a, a nice refund with it. That's good. That's good. Uh, I, um, but I, I've known you. You've been doing business stuff since I was a kid. You've been doing... I think I remember one of the times you were doing something when you were in school. You were I forgot you you started something. What did you you started getting into business like in college? I forgot exactly what it is. What what was it? Yeah, in college I literally started a business where there was a demand for music mm-hmm. and I started DJing 
with two house stereos <laughs> and I had four cases full of CDs mm-hmm. where I literally would charge people to attend house parties and to also make custom CDs for individuals. Uh, and that was my business to help pay for college as well as, you know, buy food and wash my clothes. So I literally had an entrepreneur mindset, a business mindset, and that stemmed pretty much from watching other people be successful. And I said, hey, I can, you know, swim in that lane as well. That's good. So one of the things I love about the Clear Perspective podcast is that we talk about a lot of different things that are pertinent to everyday life as a Christian. And also, too, there's people who listen mm-hmm. uh, who are not necessarily Christians, but predominantly we have a Christian audience. But um, I think that this is one of the most polarizing conversations because you have someone of the extreme of money, mm-hmm. prosperity, and then you have others that are like anti. And I felt like the reason I felt like this episode is important is because I believe that there's so much that God wants to accomplish with the weapon of wealth. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that we haven't had an opportunity as the body of Christ uh, holistically to be able to have healthy conversations or opportunity, mostly resources or people who are gifted and skilled to be able to help us to be able to understand our gifts and skills and abilities. Um, so I believe that what you carry, and we carry similar graces, mm-hmm. and uh, to be able to help people with gift discovery, and I felt like because of, it's like a double-edged sword, you know, I, I feel like that you come from a certain angle, and I come from a certain angle, but at the end of the day, it still cuts and gets the job done, and so um, one of the things that I feel like that is super important uh, for us as believers is to know that Although everybody's not called to do entrepreneurship and start mm-hmm. their own business, people think that you can just start a business and is just getting an LLC, but it's more than that. Definitely. And people use the motivation of not. And this is another thing I, I have. And uh, this is another thing I have. This whole thing about me- demonizing nine to five jobs. First off, I don't know anybody. Do you know anybody who works nine to five? No. Exactly. So I don't know where the concept of nine to five comes from. Most people work from seven to three thirty, four o'clock or eight to four thirty. So the whole nine to five is I don't I don't understand the concept. But most people want to start a business to not work a job. But what most people don't know is you is when you you're you gonna be working twenty four hours. Building your business than building someone else's business. So definitely you it's more than a nine to five, mm-hmm. which is crazy because working a regular job and then also working on my businesses, Mm -hmm. I was like, when do I have time to sleep? Right. And then I was like, I guess sleep is for the weary. I'm like, like, I'm trying to do this today so I don't have to do this tomorrow Mm -hmm. and put myself in a position where I'm able to then dictate what do I want to do and have that freedom. Um, where you're going to work regardless. You know? Absolutely. I think that, and that is the biggest thing that people don't, I, 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 is the challenge because we want, we see social media is, it can be a tool, but it also can be a. It's, it can be misconceiving uh, in yeah. the aspect of you see all these wonderful, shiny things and what people are doing, you're like, oh, that's great. But you don't know what they had to do on the, on the outside. 
um, pretty much, you know, on the, you know, on the inside per se to get things ready. Mm-hmm. You, know, you see people who have these all these flashy videos, and they're like, "Oh my goodness, they got this in the background. Oh, that is wonderful." But you didn't know that it actually took them at least, you know, saying twenty takes. It also took them roughly about five hours to edit. Right. <laughs> or they turned around and they they didn't edit themselves. Mm-hmm. They sent it off to somebody else. That then they spent money trying to make money. You exactly. had to spend some money in order for somebody else to do it. So it, they look at the at the end product, but they don't look at the beginning in the the process that it has to go through in order to get to the final stages. And I and that perfectly segues into the first thing I want to talk about. Most people. So I want to talk to. In two different groups. So there is okay. an entrepreneurship group. Well, I have three groups. So you have an entrepreneurship group where God is designed for them to be completely entrepreneurs. Then you have what I would call a hybrid where they're in the labor market, but they're also doing things on the side. They have a side hustle. And then mm-hmm. you have people who are in actually who are working the quote unquote nine to five job. And I want to kind of, you have experienced all, all three different levels, yeah. and you've had successes and failures and different things, mm-hmm. um, and you've been able to learn how to navigate through and be successful at all different levels. So, um, most people, I think what what would be good for us to start off with is really understanding our giftings, and I believe that God has given everybody skills and abilities. It's just about us being, one, in the right environments, mm-hmm. being connected to the right people, uh, and also pursuing God to be able to reveal to us. I think there's a there's this thing, that it, which is really deception uh, and blindness to thinking that we have to go guessing and being like, remember of Scooby-Doo, where uh, I think her name was Velma, uh, mm-hmm. she would be, whenever she didn't have her glasses, glasses. she was crawling around, I can't see without my glasses. Right, right. And I feel like that's how most people meander through life, mm-hmm. searching and grasping for anything, uh, instead of going to God and really believing and trusting God with faith and expectation to reveal their gifts and skills. But I want to ask you, you help a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you, how do I? Let's say, for example, you're helping me, or you're helping. Let's let's imagine that the people that are listening. You're talking to an individual. So here, at the Clear Perspective Podcast, we're having a conversation with the listener. So we, me and you are here, but we also have the listener here. So Definitely. we're gonna we're gonna act as if this person has no idea their gifts and skills and abilities talk to us about how we go about discovering our gifts and abilities definitely so in consulting uh, where i sit down with you know individuals with clients and i talk to them and they say hey i want to start a business Mm -hmm. i'm like okay what do you do now and literally get to know what the person is interested in. Mm-hmm. Whatever your interest is, that also lies where your gift is at. Because wherever your energy flows, that's where your mindset goes. Mm. You're going that's to a, that's a that's a t-shirt. <laughs> that's a t-shirt. <laughs> where you're going to continue to gravitate to those things that you you like to do. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I, I like to find out is what are the five top things that you're good at? Okay, so the first thing was the first step, if we're doing it steps. Mm-hmm. Doing you know, some steps. people are like, they need like points. And I know some people that listen, some of our listeners, they take notes and they go back and review it. So if the first thing you would say, first key would be 
which is I would say the first step is definitely to identify, you know, what you're good at. Okay. You know, where you identify there's something that you want to do. There's, what if they don't feel like they're good at anything? Well, you feel like you're not good at anything. You think about what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. Where if it is you are working as you know a cashier at you know Walmart, mm-hmm. you pretty much like I really don't want to do this for the rest of my life. But there's something about that job that you do enjoy. Do you enjoy talking to the people? Do you enjoy actually being able to? you know, count, mm-hmm. you know, saying the change that you have to, you know, give out, you know, calculations. So then you look at the fine tune of things. If you're a people person and you like to interact with individuals, other people, then that's something that you may look into communications, you know, so how can you actually help someone from a, a communication standpoint? If you're liking the money aspect of being able to calculate money, you may look at, you know, potentially look into some type of accounting, doing taxes or something of that nature, where you're able to find point fine look at uh, what you're enjoying to do so i would say the first thing definitely is to identify something that you enjoy doing if it's like i enjoy just sitting at home watching tv i'm like okay when you're watching tv what are the shows that you're watching that's good could you do reviews on those shows like i watched this movie and this movie and then boom 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 you can tell somebody about that movie you're sharing information that you gathered and now you're presenting it to other people that may pique their interest on mm-hmm. why they should actually look at that movie. Where you can find an opportunity if you actually look for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Where I would say that would be the first thing. The second thing... I want to I I interject something in there okay, real quick. I think there would be good uh, a parking spot here. Is I think one of the things that I like to... And you're saying exactly exactly how... I would start off. I also would like to add in there about what do you come, what do you feel most alive when you do something? Yeah, what's calling you? Yeah, like what do you feel like if you if you really let's say somebody really really likes dogs and they just are just you just have this natural things that you just really like dogs and you don't mind like you always dog sitting everybody's dog or you're the dog with yeah yeah so. Or it, let's say you you enjoy bowling. You you know any it could be the most obscure thing, mm-hmm. and I feel like sometimes because it's not normal, uh, the traditional go fits into a degree. Because Definitely. most people most people don't know this that majority pro, I would I don't know the percentage, but I would say it's a very very high percentage, probably above eighty percent of people don't go into their major from college. Like they have a degree. But their degree and a degree of study is probably not what they're going to end up doing long term in their career. Agreed. Yeah. And so, uh, I want to encourage you who's listening to let you know that it's about not what you are doing, but it's about what you feel not only that you're passionate about because your passions change. Definitely. But what do you feel connected to? Like you were saying, like what do you find yourself consistently doing? And in that, I believe that it's going to help you to be able to come into a discovery of yourself. Most people don't know what, they don't know themselves. Yeah, yeah. You're still growing. You're still developing. Mm-hmm. I mean, starting off, you know, I had the typical dream like any you know young kid. What do you want to be when you grow up? You know, I want to be a firefighter. Mm-hmm. I want to be a police officer. Never once did I say I want to be a doctor or a lawyer. 
That was one thing I was just like, no. They go to school too long. I'm not trying to be in school. See, I, I changed mine. I don't know. I was going to be everything. Yeah. <laughs> so I, my mom, and you know, shout out to my mother. Definitely, you know, so I truly love her. Where I had a conversation with her, and she sat down with me, and she asked me, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And I said, "I want to be a football player, and I want to be a rapper." And I looked at her with enthusiasm, and she said, "What if you're a one-hit wonder?" And I was like, what do you mean? I'm like, I got an album. They got to, I, I can make more music. She was like, don't put all your eggs in one basket, son. I was like, well, I'm going to be a football player. So then she asked me, well, what if you get injured? I'm like, they still got to pay me. I'm on contract. Where everything that I said I wanted to do, she wanted me to think past the, the glitz and the glamour. All of like, oh, the, the fame and the fortune. She mm-hmm. wanted me to realize that, hey, you still need to have something that you know that this is your bread and butter. You know it inside and out. If they you woke up the next day and you didn't get a check, you would still be enthused to do it. And when I gathered that understanding of looking at things, I started to look at if I woke up every day, what would I want to do and enjoy doing in my job? And that was definitely something in technology. Mm-hmm. In some way, in some fashion, being able to help others understand technology, because you know, growing up, technology was just it was just rolling out. Mm-hmm. Where a lot of people didn't even have a home computer. Um, I'm dating myself here. <laughs> uh, where I was so fascinated with technology, I said, I want that to be my field of study because I know it's going to be here for long term. And if I can master that, then I'm going to always be able to help someone else. But I want to point out a key is you found yourself like you didn't just do it because it was like going to be long term, but you actually did it because you had like a natural like drawing to it. Yes. Because I think some people, they like, oh, immediately going to go into teaching because teaching is always going to be there. Going to nursing because nursing is always going to be there. Immediately going to the medical field because, you know, we see these things are long-term career type of things, which is okay. But at the end of the day, you enjoy, the reason why you still work in your job is because you enjoy what you do. Right. And I started off, believe it or not, wanting to go into technology because I love video games. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make video games. But as I matured and I got older, I realized that life was bigger than just a game. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, if I could just play a game and they pay me, I'm set for life. But then I had to broaden my thinking in my mindset of if I can own a company that made games. Mm-hmm. If I can own a piece of stock that made games. If I can do other things and just don't focus on a small thing, then I will have more success and other opportunities, you know, will present itself. So starting off wanting to make video games and then moved on to, hey, I just want to learn all aspects of technology. And here today I focus on keeping things secure in cybersecurity, dealing with technology and things that are on the internet. Mm, that's good. So going back to the first point was what was the first point again? The first point is identifying what you are passionate about, what you're good at, you know, what you gravitate to the most. Okay. And so scripture that came to my mind is James chapter 1 verse 17 says, Every good and perfect gift comes from God, from the Father of life, of the heavenly lights, who does not change like the shifting shadows. So for you who's listening that doesn't feel like they have gifts or talents or skills, the Bible says that you have been given 
a good and perfect gift. God gives gifts to, the Bible says it's God's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. And in the kingdom of God, there's so many different things that God gives. And you are necessary for what God wants to do on the earth. He didn't just put you here as a uh, debunked, useless, needy person. No, you have things, gifts, books, ideas, creativity, innovation inside of you that is absolutely necessary. And so what would you say is the next step? So let's say three three major steps because there's so many different things we can go. Right. Let's just go to three for time's sake. Let's do three major, three major steps. I would say the next one would be to do a self-assessment. Okay. Um, there are self-assessments that are available uh, now where you can answer a series of questions. And after you answer those questions, all of a sudden calculations happen in the background and then poof, you now have this report that says, based on how you answer these questions, you fall within these categories. You're good within these areas. These are the gifts that have been identified for you based on your personality and your skill set. That will be a starting point to say, hey, that actually is right. You know, I do enjoy, you know, being a teacher and helping others understand different concepts where you say, hey, well, what skills that I have or what do I enjoy doing that I now can teach someone else how to do? You know, I remember teaching someone how to make lemonade. And it was just a simple concept, but it gave me the opportunity to utilize that gift of teaching something simple. Teaching, you know, kids how to make peanut butter and jelly. You looking like it's that's like so simple. But Nevertheless, it gives you the practice on how you communicate with others mm -hmm. to then open up doors where you teach people how to actually start businesses, how to write books, how to do other things, where you have to start with the small stuff until you can grow into the big stuff. So That's I would say that would be the, the second thing. Is and the third point? Do some self-assessment. The third point is talk to your friends and family that are close to you. That's good. And talk That's to good. them and find out. You know, hey, you know me all my life. Yeah, what are some of the good. things you think that I'm good at? And I'm like, man, you're really good at telling jokes. You could be a comedian. <laughs> you look like, hmm. And you can just write out material mm -hmm. and try it out. Go to some stand-up comic, you know, place, um, club, and try out your material. They'll let you know, or they'll give you feedback and say, hey, you probably want to tweak this punchline a little bit. Where your friends and your family will, that are close to you will be able to give you feedback as well that can help you tailor those uh, ideas and what you want to do as far as your gifts. So we talked about how to get started um, and really how to begin to really discover ourselves. But I want to also talk about the people who are rolling, who are moving and operating. I want to talk about the power of a plan. And I think that this is where most people struggle starting out or remain successful. And so one of the things that God has been dealing with me about is one, and we've already talked about it a little bit, where, where does vision come from? And it comes from God because everything good and perfect comes from God. Uh, but I also feel like a lot of times we're given visions, but we stop there. We have all these great dreams and we imagine ourselves on yachts and boats and vacations and vacations and all kind of other stuff. But the vision doesn't stop. It stops as a vision. And I feel like God is wanting to transition us, even the list, person listening or people listening, transition us from visionaries to missionaries. So 
How can we change? How what? Talk to us briefly about the power of a plan and how we can take that plan and actually execute it. That's that's a good good question. Where in Habakkuk chapter two, it says, "Write the vision and make it plain." Write the vision. I'm gonna say it again. Write the vision. The key word there is write. Where if you just have a vision. It's just a dream in your head. But until you actually put it on paper, it actually gives it life. Where by giving your vision life, you're able to then write it out, which would then formulate into a plan. And your plan is your roadmap into where you want to be and where you want to go. According to that plan that you identify, you then have the opportunity of finding out what are the key things I need to do. A quick you know, example would be when I started a business of selling neckties. Yes. I remember that. I sold, I, I started a business selling neckties. I actually still got some of them ties. Based on a five minute conversation where I was like, I want to start a business that is more geared towards professionals and corporate. And someone says, You always have nice neckties. Where can I get one? And from that conversation, I was like, I know where I get my ties. I could start selling ties. And I literally wrote out the business model of purchasing ties, finding a distributor, and then making it available to those that wanted them. And then after a while, I found myself, this is, you know, you learn as you grow and failure moments. I had a bunch of inventory, but I really didn't have anyone to sell it to. So then that's when I set up a website and I sold online. And then also I started... Uh, looking at the things around me, and <laughs> I got the idea from a fundraiser my kids were doing, mm-hmm. where they came home and they said, "Hey, we need to sell candy. We need to sell candles." And you fill out the order form, and then once everything comes in, then you receive it. Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is genius!" So I literally set up a list of all the different ties that I had, and I would then have people sign up for the type of tie that they wanted, if they wanted stripes, they wanted polka dots, they wanted paisley. And after I took all those orders in, then I purchased the product that was needed and then shipped it to them. Mm -hmm. And it just changed my business model, but it all started with me first writing out what I wanted, writing out and having a plan in place to be able to implement because your plan becomes your blueprint for the destiny of what you are building. Oh, that's good. Say that one more time. Your plan is your blueprint for the destiny that you're building. That's good. And I want I want to encourage the listener who's ever listening. Um, I want to encourage you to know that one of the main things that people have challenges starting out or remaining consistent is the fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to encourage you to know that. Romans 8, 28 says, everything works out for the good of them that love God and are called according to his purpose. So I want you to know that the only way that you can fail is if you don't do it. Yeah, that's so, true. And there will be failures in business. Like there's mm-hmm. things that or failures. You may not necessarily be at your job or be in the career field that you want to initially. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that the main thing is that in order to be able to execute and continue to transition from visionary to missionary and be able to do the things that God has called you to do is your ability to be resilient 
and be able to, I mean, because you're not still doing the necktie business. No. So you had to evolve and grow, learn from what you did successful, uh, and learn from what you didn't do successful to be able to help you get to the next phases. I think one of the things is that what scares people or makes people hesitant is what happens if I start this and it fails. Yeah. I heard something, I was listening to another podcast, and it said everybody has a selling point. Yeah. We want to. I feel like that there's a place where we want to get to where we develop our businesses up so much that somebody has no choice but to buy it out, mm-hmm. and it's at a, such a high number that you can't deny it, and you can just start something else. It's okay to change. There's, I think that in when it comes to career, mm-hmm. I, when it comes to uh, life in general, we don't like we're not we don't we don't like change, and so talk to me as we get ready to close out about the importance of evolving, changing to be able to execute what it is that we need to do to be able to get to that place of destiny you talked about building. Definitely. Changing definitely starts with your mindset. You have to first change your mindset and how you look at things. Failure isn't an option. Failure is an opportunity for you to learn what didn't work. That's good. I'll say that again. Yeah, please do. Failure failure isn't an option. It's an opportunity for you to learn what didn't work, where the things that you're learning, it allows you to say, okay, this didn't work. What do I need to adjust in your mindset? Again, that change. You're changing what you deem to be, this is what I'm supposed to do because this is how this other person did it, where God is leading you in a direction to be able to do things differently, where you always want to find yourself being able to solve a problem. That's the change agent that we all have. We all can solve a problem by finding out what the problem is and seeing what is the solution that God has given us in order to solve that problem. By doing that, you definitely start with changing your mindset. And then you also have the accountability. And Some people don't want to be held accountable. They're like, I do it my way, and this is my way, and this is how it's going to do. No, you have to change your way of looking at things and allow other people that have failed to be able to give you insight, to be able to do things, to see to see things clearly and how you're doing things. But then you also have to trust the process. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be <laughs> successful overnight. Yeah. You have to walk through the process and trust the plan that you put into place to actually work. Everyone that started an Instagram or a YouTube page didn't get a million followers overnight. They, Unless they paid for them. Yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. But you literally yeah, yeah. have to trust that what you have is for the right person. Yeah. It may not be for everyone. That's but, key right there. But it's for the right person mm-hmm. because you're now solving a problem that someone else needs and the gratification of knowing that you help someone is what is definitely going to continue to put money in your pocket. That's so good. That's so good. I, I wanna I wanna close with this scripture. Uh, Philippians 2, chapter 13, uh, I, I'm sorry, Philippians chapter 2, verse 13 says, this is an Amplified Classic, it says, not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you, energizing you, creating in you the power, creating the longing and the ability to fulfill your purpose for his good pleasure. I want you to know that it's God who is effectively and efficiently at working you to be able to do the things that he's called you to do. It's not all dependent on you. It's not all dependent on me. It's all dependent on him. 
The only way that we fail, the only way that we come up short is when we start to rely on our own skills and abilities and when it's never enough. But I want you to know that if God is effectively at work in you, you cannot fail. And so I'm so excited that as uh, you continue to journey through life, as you continue to step out in faith, I want to ask you a question. Why not? Why not step out and start the business? Why not step out and write the book? Why not go ahead and do the photo shoot that you need to do to be able to start your brand? Why not start that YouTube page? Why not start that Instagram page or start that blog? Why not? You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And I want to end this quote uh, with this quote, one of my favorite quotes that you say. We say the same thing, but you say it in a different way. So they know once they hear it. You, you're saying is never allow the way that you feel affect the way that you flow. And that's how we hustle and flow. Hustle and flow. <laughs> so uh, tell us real quick how we can get in contact with you if people want to be able to have some one-on-one personal coaching. I know you do it on a variety of different levels from individuals to corporate level uh, and all the things that you do. And how can we get in contact and get in touch with you? Definitely. You can reach out to me on social media uh, where I keep everything. Which one? All of them. (laughs) No, not all of them. (laughs) Facebook, I am on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Okay. Those are the social media platforms that I operate, you know, on for a vast array of contacts where you can reach me at at Elwyn, that's E-L-W-Y-N, Rainer. R-A-I-N-E-R, the number two. So at Elwin Rayner 2 on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn. And I definitely look forward to being able to help you and provide you guidance in order to help you unlock the best version of yourself and reaching your full potential. Well, there you have it. This has been another phenomenal episode of the Clear Perspective Podcast. Again, I'm so thankful for what you're doing. Uh, you're already doing great things, but God is calling you higher. Um, Do you mind to pray us out? Definitely. Not a problem. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to be able to touch and be able to connect. Lord, you know where each and every one of us are at, and you desire great things for us, Lord. We ask that you speak unto us and give us the things that we need in order to be able to move in the direction that you have called us. You have ordered our steps, Lord, and we continue to walk in the footprints that you have laid, Lord, for us to be what you have called us to be, your sons and your daughters. Lord, continue to give us what we need as far as the insight to be able to listen to what you have given us, Lord, and be good stewards of what you have given us in these last and evil days as we continue to move forward. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, listen, again, this is the Clear Perspective Podcast. You can follow us on social media at TCPP2020. Uh, I'm so excited for what's coming next. Make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Make sure you share this on social media. Uh, I'm so excited. Hey, you're doing amazing. Give yourself a pat on the back. You're doing a good job. It doesn't matter what you feel. Don't allow the way you feel affect the way that you flow. This is how you hustle and flow. Bless you. Till next time. Peace.